welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Talababa, Rabababa, Shapala Namaha, Lepelekeshendele Behaba, Ratolokotabala Baba, Rapala Baba, pray an excellent spirit, Mandala Baba Baba, Lababa Baba 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 Baba, Ikala Lala Baba Shadala Baba Baba, Lebran Katala Lala Shapaya, Lababa Baba, Katala Baba, Rapala Gadala, Brand. We are praying that Lord, you baptize this house, you will baptize every church worker with the spirit of excellence in the mighty name. Of Jesus, Ikarado Shabra Katala, Rababala Geto Koso Brokata, Ikabala Dababa, Rapala Dadaba Shembaragadolaba, Rapala Nanama Shambala Mahaya, Emantolo Kosapala Baba. I want you to pray that the Lord will grant you the spirit of excellence that was on Joseph, the spirit of excellence that was on Daniel, the spirit of excellence. That was on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Pray that Lord, I will not serve you outside excellence. I will serve you with the spirit of excellence. Out of the spirit of excellence, my service will be rendered to you. Out of the spirit of excellence, my my seed will be planted in you. Out of the spirit of excellence, I will sing to you. Out of the spirit of excellence. I will intercede for the people of God. Out of the spirit of excellence, I will do what I'm doing for you. In the name of Jesus, a spirit of excellence is the spirit that pays attention to details. Is the spirit that pays attention to details. Is the spirit that pays attention to details. You want to pray that you will pay attention to details. You will pay attention to details. The spirit of excellence is that which makes people say, wow, this is beautiful. This is awesome. You want to pray that Lord, you will serve the Lord. Our service will be beautiful to the Lord. Our service will be awesome. It will match the majesty of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, 
I just don't want to be part of the choir. I just don't want to be part of the instrumentalist. I just don't want to be called an intercessor or an armor bearer or a technical person or an usher or a protocol. I want to serve God. And when people see my service to the Lord, they will say, wow, this is beautiful. This is awesome. You want to pray that they will say, yes, we have given to the king of kings. The Bible said when they heard that the baby Jesus was born, wise men from the east, they came and just didn't come and look at his face. They came and didn't just present any kind of gift. They gave the highest valued gift in those days. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. You want to pray that your service will not be countless. Your service will count in the kingdom of God. God will appreciate. God will be pleased. God has a standard. And every service will pass through the fire of God. He will try our service in his fire. And may your service to the Lord stand when it is tried. May you not enter heaven without a crown. Not every servant will receive a crown. Not every servant will receive a crown. Lift your voice and pray in five more minutes. Pray that the spirit of excellence will come upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lift your voice. Pray. We are praying, oh God. Let it be a prayer. May you not get to heaven and realize that your service was not important. May you not get to heaven and realize that your service was not worthy of the king. May we not get to heaven and realize that we could have done better. In the name of Jesus. As the song said, that Jesus, I tried. You want to pray that you will try in excellence. You will try to offer the Lord an excellent service in the name of Jesus. I pray every day that I will not come and serve you with old manner. I pray every day that I will come and stand here and preach a message that will take you to your next level. You want to pray that God give me the spirit of excellence in everything I do, especially in your house. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. Father, as we are about to hear your word, I pray that utterance will be given. Understanding will come to your people. That in serving you, we will appreciate the greatest opportunity given to us. That our lives will never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Please take your seat. Thank you for coming, though you were late. Most of you were late, except two people. I think Abigail and uh, that lady. Thank you. I enjoy your sleep too much. Um, one thing you should know in life is that there is a time that you have energy. 
and there's a time that you don't have energy. There's a time that we can do more than we even think. There is an ability in us in a certain season of our time that we need to give it to the Lord, else the devil will take it. Are you following? There is a season in our lives, and a lot of us in this church, that is a season. If you don't give it to the Lord, the devil will take it. You will realize that many people who serve God in department in the church are unmarried or are yet to marry. Yes or no? Hello, are you here? A lot of people that have time for God are yet to marry. A lot of people. When you look at the percentage of church workers and servants of God and ministers, a lot of them are yet to marry. That buttresses my point. Because when you are not married, you have more time, you have more options, you choose what you want to do. When you are married, your choices become complex. And if you don't marry the right person, you realize that your service to God will be strangulated. Is it a good English? Did you understand strangulated? I repeat. So you see me, those of you in the single page, and are you here? Yes. I said that when you realize that most at times, those who serve God in capacities in the house of God, they are not married. And then, when they get married, they only continue to serve God well when they got married to the right person. That is why you must be very careful who you marry. Because your marriage can hinder your service to God. If you think I doubt, try it. And you may not get a second option. So don't try. <laughs> your marriage can, you'll be shocked that ah, you are doing something for God. All of a sudden you married, everybody was happy. And suddenly you can't have time to serve God. So whilst we are young and fresh, young and fresh, young and energetic, young and creative, we must decide to serve God in a specific capacity in the house of God. Now, the Bible calls the church the planting of God. Say the planting of God. Say the planting of God. So you hear church planting. So the church is like the plant of God. So today I'm teaching a bit on plant and planting and everything plant. So plant has two words. Eh? Plant has two meanings. One is a verb and one is a what? And one is a what? A noun. So the church is the plant of God. And the church is the planting of God. Each and every one of us is part of that plant. 
and must be part of that plant. Psalm 92, verse 13 to 14. There is so much stress in the system and in the world that the earlier we catch the mysteries of God concerning the provisions he has made for us, the better for our lives. The more you delay in catching the revelation in mysteries in the kingdom. You see, a lot of us are becoming, I don't know what is happening to the church in the 21st century, that suddenly everybody has become a professor in theology. I'm in Christ, and this and that, and only this, and that and that. Look, there are mysteries in the kingdom of God. There are mysteries. You see, you, you have a lot of dreams. Some of you dream, and every time you see animals chasing you. I want to ask you, how many times haven't you prayed your normal prayers, and still, the dog is still chasing you? And you see, for that particular solution, there will be a kingdom mystery that when you understand and you key into it, you will not see even the mosquito in your dream. I have never dreamt that an animal or a human being is chasing me. Chasing me. I'm not lost. There are mysteries in the kingdom that you have to quickly, as a church worker, you need to quickly catch it and work with it. And one of the mysteries in the kingdom is when you get dedicated to a particular service in the house of God. It cannot be explained. A mystery is something that cannot be explained. So if you are waiting for a deep explanation, you'll be lost. It will take you years to understand why you should serve God. That is why when you are working with God, he deals with us with, like when you look at the ministry of Jesus Christ, he dealt with them in many faces. Sometimes he spoke to them in parables. He knew they would not understand, but he would tell them. So I would say, oh, Ivy, go and stand at the gate. Then I move. I'm going to talk about something. The choice is yours to go or not to go. But for you to go or not to go, you will need a certain understanding which is not natural. Are you here? When you are in the kingdom, you must go beyond, I want to understand it in my own way. You will miss it. If you have that mind that I want to understand it before I do it, it will take you years. Now, Jesus met, I'll come back to the scripture, so keep it there. Jesus met Peter and they, they had fished all night and they caught nothing. You, you remember that story? They fished all night and they caught nothing. Now Jesus comes and says, launch out into the deep. No explanation. He didn't say, oh, now I have sent my power to capture the fish. So they are in the deep. So just go and throw. No. Jesus didn't explain to Peter anything. Jesus said, Peter, you guys, launch out into the deep. And there was no, but Peter had an understanding, knew that there is a kingdom mystery 
that comes with the word of the king. Are you here? It's a, it's a kingdom mystery. So it's a kingdom mystery for you to come to church as a church member or church worker. And when pastor says that, may the Lord increase your finances. It's a kingdom mystery for you to open your spirit and say a big amen. You don't have to let... The difference between a church member and a church worker is that the church worker is almost like a minister and a pastor. And the church worker is expected to be, to have an edge of maturity over the church member. So if the church worker does not understand certain mysteries of the kingdom, because the church member will follow the church worker. The more the church worker is pushing forward, the, the church worker is pushing forward, the more the church members too will catch the fire. That is why we spend more time on church workers. That is why companies spend more time on critical staff. That there are people we call critical staff in every company. If you are able to fine-tune the critical staff, the other staffs will conform and it will have a great impact on the organization. We have to understand kingdom mysteries. Kingdom mysteries. And that will keep you above. So there's a mystery, a kingdom mystery on praise and worship. There's a kingdom mystery on attending church on time. There's a kingdom mystery of servicing a man of God. There's a kingdom mystery of giving to the poor. There's a kingdom mystery of humility. It's a kingdom mystery. It's, it's a high-valued commodity in the kingdom. Humility. Humility. Yesterday, a pastor, yesterday and Friday, a pastor called me and said, when Pastor Elvis came and stood here, he and his friends were watching what he would say. The first statement he would say, they were watching. And one of the pastors who said was Pastor Fellis. He was watching. He said he was watching to hear. Then when the man said that I, he is one of the people I have raised, then he said, ah, the man is humble. It's a kingdom mystery that you walk in humility. That's, that's some of the things I want to share. Kingdom mysteries. You don't need to understand all the mysteries. And this year, unfortunately, unfortunately, I've not taught on first fruit because of where flaming altars is. But next month is a month of disciplines, the disciplines of an increasing life. So, I mean, is that it? The disciplines of an, yes. So, the first one I'll talk about is the, the discipline of kingdom stewardship. Then the next one will be the discipline of integrity. So this year, I'm going to do more teachings to help you increase in the kingdom and increase in your destiny work. Because I realize that many of the church folks can be in church and amount to nothing. Do you know there are plants who have never bore fruit, fruit before? Yes. You plant maize. Not all of them will bear fruit. And even some of them will bear fruit. Eh? And they are small like a kitty bugger. Small. 
whilst others are having fat fruits. And even on the same tree, eh, mango tree, on the same mango tree, who has a mango tree in his house? Or pear? You do have a fruit. A, you don't have trees in your house. Wait, 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 what type of tree? Mango. Have you ever, if it's no, say tell me no. Have you ever gone to the um, mango tree during the season of harvest? The time that you are, you are seeing good ones, don't you see other ones that never move from being a green to a, yeah. You will see that on the same tree, in the same season, we are in the season of increase. And this is what the plant of the Lord, Carrie's temple, ICGC, is the plant of the Lord. And you are part of the branches. Every one of us is part of is a branch of the church. Some of the branches will bear fruit. Wild ones, big ones, fat. And some too, unfortunately, not my wish, but they may not bear any fruit. That's why you see five children under a parent. One will be prominent, the others will become fools. Sometimes three will be prominent, two will be a lost people. They are connected to the same plant, but they didn't bear fruit. May it not be your story. So the Bible said, can you give me softer versions? So let me read the KJV first. We move to NLT, we move to GNT, we move Amplified, and we move to Message. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord, those that be what? Those that be what? Planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. So your flourishing is directly connected to your planting. Verse 13, verse 14. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age and they shall be fat and flourishing. So the planting will lead to your freshness. Don't look old when your age is not old. Serving God keeps you young. You just have to see Bishop Eddie at 59 years, or I think, oh, 59 years, dancing. You just have to see him. And you know that, yes, serving God doesn't weak you. You just have to see Archbishop dancing. When you serve God, serving God brings freshness, energy, vitality. You are 21. You behave like 53-year-old man. Woman. 53. You are 25. You behave like 55-year-old woman. Unto me, sorry. You can't wake up early. It's like your body. Oh, oh pastor. I'm sorry, I said. You are like a beer bomber. <laughs> As if they've beaten me. 25 years. You are almost... Like a grandmother. When a grandmother can't wake up early, it's okay. They wake up around 10, 30, 11. It's normal. You. So when you get planted, 
you will be fresh. Everything about you will be fresh. It will flourish. You will bear fruit and you will be, you will be anointed. That's what it means to be fat. It's not literal, please. It means you'll be fattened by the oil. You'll be resourced. You'll be empowered. You'll gain the empowerment of the king that you serve. Change the version. For they are transplanted. That was the version I was coming with. They are transplanted. So first, you were planted somewhere. Now God plants you in his house. Transplanted. You are plant. So you have been transplanted. Every human being is planted somewhere. That's the meaning of this verse. Every human being is planted somewhere. And the location of your planting will determine your increase. That is why if you studied a Greek, we have different kinds of soil. If you go and plant in a clay soil, you will not have increase. If you plant in a sandy soil, you will not have increase. There is a particular soil that you need to plant in. That is the black soil or the what? Humus. Are you following me? For they are transplanted to the Lord's own house. They flourish in the court of our God. Child of God, church worker, I want to help you today that your prosperity is not beyond the court of God. It's not beyond it. It is within the church must be the church because it is the church that has been empowered to bring out the glory of God in the graceful life. The bank cannot bring that glory out of you. No company. You don't, you, you don't go into that company thinking that that company will make you rich. You went there Look, you, oh, I have too many things to say. I didn't preach during Flaming Hotel, so I'm just walking through. <laughs> if you're a banker today, God did not call you to be a banker. You are, you are called, God called you to be a minister. Say, I am a minister. If you're an IT guru today, God did not call you to be an IT guru. Say, God called me to be a minister. If you are, you are an accountant, a chartered auditor, whatever, you are not called to be a chartered auditor. You are a minister. But God packaged you and put you there in order for you to minister to people of your caliber. Just imagine you are at work. And I come there. And I come and visit you. And you tell everybody that I'm your pastor. And you are taking lunch with them. And I come and sit there. How many of them can continue to eat? Tension. They can't eat. Because I came packaged as a pastor. And I am not. But just imagine you at lunch with your friends. Your colleagues. And you start reaching them. Number one, by your deeds. 
that they watch you at the workplace over a long period. One day, two of the guys at the workplace, after working with them for 11 years, they walked to me and said, Sofo, Nipa Bebri Abaha, Omar from Sofo, but you, dear, we, we are sure that you are a man of God. So, which church should we go? We don't want to come to your church because you, every day you fire on holiness. <laughs> and I said, who? I said, okay, you can go to Pentecost, Methodist, start from somewhere and get planted. The most important thing is that get planted. This, this flowers is not planted. No, this is not a planted. So it will be in this state forever. That is not the kind of life God wants you to be. If even you are seeing a level of glory in your life today, you can't get stuck there if you are planted. Because when the plant, if you have a mango tree and you don't plant it, you won't get mango fruits. Am I teaching you something? There is something in your life and there is something in your destiny that will only be birth, that will only manifest if and only if you get planted in the house of God. So even in old age, they will still produce fruits. You will still be fruitful. You will still increase even in old age. And this is what you and I, is a kingdom mystery. This is what you and I must commit to. That even at your death, when they are reading your tribute, it will not be a lie. No pastor should lie about you just to make your family happy. What they say must be. Yes. What they say, it must be. Now you go for funerals and every dead person is a good man. Amazingly, when they are alive in their families, they were issues. But when they die, boom. No, I've not seen a tribute that castigated a dead body. Who has seen some? You went for a funeral and every like somebody came. Aquawe, aqua with the team here, papa papa. No. Everybody will say, Oh, this is our uncle. Anytime we go to him, he will <laughs> now that you have gone, our advisor is gone. <laughs> He was a family unifier. Who would you? Oh, Eja, Eja Ko, who will unify the family again? <laughs> a great tree has fallen. <laughs> we were, when they were alive, they were not seen as trees, so they were seen as tongues. Hallelujah. He said, they will remain vital and green, those who are planted. Yeah. Give me the amplified version quickly. He said, planted in the house of the Lord, they shall flourish in the courts of our God. Growing in grace, that is the mark of a planted soul. When you become born again, you receive grace. But 
for you to grow in grace. In the, there are graces in God. You can grow in the grace of owning houses. Some people, Kennedy Japan said he owns over 135 houses, not in villages. Cantonment is Legon Charlie. There are graces that most Nigerians work in. They build churches. So a couple built it. So may you walk in a certain grace eh, that you will build like 200 churches and come, you finish building the buildings. Maybe the, you go to Western region, you build 200 churches, maybe 200 capacity each. Then come and say, Pastor, I hand it over to you. Let's hand it over to ICGC. It's a grace. Receive it. Oh, receive it. In the name of Jesus. Growing in grace, they shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be full of sap. That is spiritual vitality. If you are planted, you will grow in grace. That will lead to spiritual vitality. May you not be dull. Like a dull Christian is a Christian that dreams. When you dream that you are walking in the cemetery. Or even dream that you are dead and you wake up and you don't have energy to pray, it means that your spiritual vitality is down. When you wake up, I reverse the counsel of the enemy. This is not of God. You spend time to pray two hours or 30 minutes. You finish, you leave it, it's gone. But a Christian who is not vitally strong, she'll be at work now, then she'll remember. If they even have cars, they won't drive again. It's better you drive your own car because it would, it would, one day what uh, Bishop was sharing when the Pooh was going to preach somewhere and they gave him a driver and he asked the driver, you, are you a tighter? He said, no. He said, then get down. They should give me a tighter to drive me. Are you here? When you have terrible experiences that is sinking your faith, you must let your spirit come alive. If you don't, you allow that thing to sit on your destiny and impart demonic anointing on you. That's not what I'm even teaching, so let me, let me go on. Many believers today refuse to plant themselves in the house of God. And it is a plan of the devil and he's happy with it. When a Christian is not planted, he, the devil is happy. Because he misses out on and rich in the veda of trust, love, and contentment. These three things, eh, if you are not planted in a local church, you will not have it. Trust, love, and contentment. One of the tricks of the enemy is church hopping. He throws it on a Christian innocently. That as long as you are a hopping, church hopping Christian, you are not planted. There's empty seats. 
Why is it not occupied? As long as you are a church-hopping Christian, you see, like what I just did to him, it will be in his mind. Okay? He, it will be in his mind. And because he is planted in the house, he will know that the next time he comes and there's an empty seat, he will sit. But assuming he has gone to another church, First time, today. When he sits there, nobody will say anything. That's an indiscipline, but cannot be corrected because the person does not have access to your life. Then, then the next time you go to Aladura, you go to that, you go and sit there, like you see two seats ahead of you. <laughs> then you sit there. Nobody, because the person has no access. What happens when you are planted is that you give leadership the access to your life. Many times, people have called and we dialogue. And by the time we finish dialoguing, they receive light. But you may not be able to have contact with the pastor as long as you are not planted in. If you have contact with the pastor, you are not planted in his church. He will exploit you. He will not have a selfless attitude towards you. Because it is only when there's good news around you that he will demand for a seat. And most of you have prophets, apostles, military apostles, a prophet militant, that when you receive a breakthrough, you send your seed to say, thank you, my prophet. But when you are in trouble and you call them, you know some of you stop calling them because the day you were in trouble and you called them, they didn't mind you. Because they are, not planted, they, they are not responsible for you. They are not re- if something happens to you now, your people will call me. God forbid, maybe you are bedridden. They will call your pastor. And if you decide to die, they will call your pastor. Your pastor must bury you. No prophet will bury you. Are you here with me? People who do not have this revelation lack in the kingdom. You have to, as a church worker, if you are not planted, how can church members be planted? If you are a midwife in a hospital and you are not committed to the vision of the hospital, how can the visitors, the patients that come to the hospital love the hospital? Because you are a midwife, Obi is in labor, and you are there on your phone. The person is screaming. Then you are shouting, oh, ah, oh, yeah, they're they. shouting. Oh, what is it? Are you the only person who has come to keep quiet? You are spoiling the hospital. And the MD is not even aware. When you are planted in the church, your attitude will matter to you because you know that that is your house. That is one of the benefits of getting planted in the house of the Lord. Hmm. If you are not planted in the house of the Lord, you are like the plant in the pot. Have you seen plants in the pot before? Hello? 
plant in the pot, like living plant in the pot. Do they bear fruit? No. They will not. Because a time will come, the root will break through the pot. Because it must go deep. And it will not get soil. And the plant will die. You see the leaves becoming yellow, 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 brown, brown. And it's gone. You are a plant. And you must, if you want to be fresh, you want to be fresh, vital. Somebody say, Pastor, how do you do it? You do it because by the time it's 2 o'clock, you see that I am online. But I'm not online because I don't off my data. My data is always on because I don't know who will be in trouble at one point who wants to WhatsApp. But I'm awake, doing what? Praying for you, for the church. Sometimes for your marriage, you don't have any idea that, no, 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 but I won't come and tell you to come and sow seed before I pray for you because you are a plant in the local church and you have the right to be prayed for. Yeah. Any church that you belong to, you claim you belong to, maybe you are just hanging here, that every time you have, your pastor must pray for you, eh? you have to carry seed. You are not a member. How can I take Money from my son or any nana before I bless him. Doesn't make sense. No. Oh, but when Isaac was going to, he was going to die. <laughs> Am I going to die? Is it? No. Do you know how many times he has prayed for them? Do you know how many times he had prayed for them? Maybe Esau went into hunting and came back with wounds and he prayed for. And as Esau is hunting, every hunter has spiritual encounters. Most of you grandfathers, or some of you, your father Christ is still a hunter in the village. And you're in the city and you won't let us have ears. Your father is a hunter in the village. But you are here and you are walking in the clouds. You don't want to. <laughs> Most of us, our grandparents were hunters. My grandfather from mother's side and all that. Uncles were hunters. They had spiritual encounters. So most hunters have black powder. Because they go into forests. And you know evil forests, you meet a lot of things. So if Esau was a hunter, going into, you think Isaac never prayed for him? But you see, that particular scenario, a whole covenant, a whole detailed covenant that God gave to Abraham was fully given to Isaac. And that covenant must also be fully given to someone who has the right container. Because it was a critical covenant that links to the Messiah. So the right person, you see that if the covenant had gone to Esau, it would have been finished. If that man could sell his birthright, can you imagine Prince Charles? Because of food, he says, okay, hey, Lucy, because you are cooking a nice watch, 
I'm hungry. I feel like I'm coming to die. You, you give me food. Then you say, oh, Prince Charles, one condition. At the back of your mind, you are like, hey, me deal here. This man has brought himself. I will show him. The only th- time, the only reason I will give you food is that you abdicate your headship to the throne of England. UK. England Christ. UK. Then Prince Charles will say, okay, 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 what is the use of this? I'm hungry now. Give it to me. That was the attitude of Esau. So just imagine Isaac handed over that full package of covenant that Abraham received by virtue of sacrificing his only son. When Abraham is sacrificing his only son for a covenant, Esau is so thinking about belly, food, Adriane. Some of us don't like fasting. Young, you can't fast. If you're a young Christian, you can't fast. You are not born again. Yes. Put it down, right? You see, you are not born again. If you are a young Christian, you can't fast. Because the older you become, it becomes more difficult medically for you to fast. So if you are young and you can't fast, it means that there is no drive in you in destiny. So you follow the older people who are not fasting. You, young person, uncle be a new auntie be a new you say fast and let God help you. Then you... <laughs> oh, Pastor, my, my shape will spoil. What shape? <laughs> you don't eat. You, you, you don't fast and be eating. If you're a young Christian and you are burning with the spirit, even when you are going to eat in the morning, you will feel some way. Say, so, well, you have sinned. As some of you, it's like in the morning, no? As if say your stomach aunt has entered and you have to pour something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. One day I was trying 14 days fast without food. But I couldn't. When I got to day 10, it was like I was hearing come up. I said, no. He said, no. I was saying, come up. Come up, saying, I'm just fasting. <laughs> yeah. Quickly. Coco and Kose. <laughs> At least when I get to heaven, I'll tell Jesus what? I tried. <laughs> ah, small anointing I want. I say I should come up. I didn't say I'm poor. The poor went and came. Maybe I will go and I will come. I don't want. I've tried. It's without food though. Ten days. You just do six. Even I was begging you, do six to twelve. <laughs> six to twelve. Six to twelve, no. What's your times are 9:30. The dadano. You go and do unnecessary things at the work. Like, why you're busy? You're on Facebook, you're on Instagram. You come, you think it's gone. There's only 10 minutes gone. 
Fe de wicha ubiye bisa o question be an hour machiki answer. Yeah, it's there, it's there. Can't you see? Can't yeah, yeah, you are not fasting. That is religion, that's religious. If you are 18, 19, 20, you can't fast six to six. There's something wrong with your Christianity. Yes. 18, 19, 25, 28, 30 years. You can't do six to six. 30 years. When you're dead. This is when you got. What you got? Nibble fruit. That's your bag, Moody. No, go fine. You can hide in the corner. Because you've told your people that your church is fasting, you hide and eat. Clean your mouth. Then you show up. It's not saying the fasting power. Please get planted. If you get planted, you will grow better. Planting assures you that God will visit you at the right time. Yes. Don't, don't be around because of something material. Else you will not be blessed. Don't be around because of something material. Don't have a carnal ambition. No. Don't be in the church for a carnal ambition. Be in the church to be a vessel that God will use. There are some of you, you are just hanging in the air. When your opportunity, even to travel to Afghanistan, you will go. And now, look, you want to travel, but do you know what it means to survive there? If you don't know, find out those who have gone and talk to them. Yeah. You don't know what it means. You will go there as a beautiful soul and you see that you have turned into a prostitute. You have turned into, like you are here, young. You see that you go and marry an old woman. It's an old woman, like young boy, 28 years, then you're, you see that according to my seminty, you are married to an 85-year-old toothless woman. Yes. Cleaning her when she pulls, bathing her. Yes. But you can't tell anybody. You just come on Instagram. You are cleaning poo. You are cleaning poo every day. By that one, you can't show it. The world has become a global village. People are here and they've gotten two PhDs. They've not gone anywhere. You just don't have any plan for your life. But when you are planted, every day you will hear a message. And every message will help you grow in grace. I thought you were clapping. There are some that God will say, oh, you have to because of certain experience. And it must be legit. Don't falsify documents. 
to travel. Yeah. We've turned to Christians. I'm wondering whether the Christians in Antioch did the things we are doing. You are not married. They say you are married to someone. Contract marriage. Marriage for document to travel. It will shock people who get to heaven. Eh? You, the only thing that God will say you disappointed him on is that you could not trust him to take care of you. So you lied. You lied. Right, pastor. Pastor is preaching. You know, if even pastors and prophets will get there and God will say, get thee behind me, evil doers. Pastors, prophets, who have worked miracles, who have prophesied and it has come to pass, who? Not that it didn't come to pass. Jesus will tell them, get me that scripture. I'm, I, I'm testing whether you know. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 going. I'm ending with that. God, Jesus will tell them, even pastors who, look at how pastors suffer. Forget about those few people you see in big, big cars. No, forget about them. A lot of over uh, 95% of pastors are poor. They don't have money. Are you here? They don't have money. A lot of pastors cannot take care of their family. Don't follow the few and think that a lot of pastors don't have money. I'm a pastor and I'm telling you, I know. They don't have money. Some of them live by faith. The real faith, they live by it. And you say, ah, now they don't have money and they are giving birth plenty. I'm not the teacher of more. Yesterday I saw Cristiano Ronaldo's family and I sent it to a friend. And I said, you, you have four children. Don't go number five. This one is Cristiano Ronaldo. Now he earns one billion dollars a year. You. And the wife has given birth to four and the girl looks like an 18-year-old girl. Money. You will get money. You didn't say amen. You will get money. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. Verse 22. On judgment day, many will say to me, many, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. No, this was a message I was going to preach on, and I didn't get a chance to preach. You see that this one would have been the hardest. So these bishops, bishops, archbishops, archapostles, healed people. They prayed for people. Cancer to be healed, bone arthritis to be healed, whatever, all the miracles. He, oh, but hey, he was a hunchback, but now he's straight. Prophesied, it came to pass. They did what cast out demons. <laughs> Come out there, bro. Continue. So they will say, it means that, like, they, to them, no, they are confident that when they get to heaven, Jesus will be clapping. It is like, um, 
Jude, you come to me and say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm an intercessor in Carrie's temple. You are so confident because I, you think that I know. <laughs> but I don't know whether you are an intercessor. Because being an intercessor is not on paper. That's what all of us should know. You may be in the choir, choir uniform, but I mean, I don't know. It's only God that knows that you are a choirista. That I have hit your heart. I don't know. Are you here? Yeah. If, like, defy you are in the choir. <laughs> to me, you know, I've seen you in uniform, but as to whether you are a choirista, even your MD doesn't know. He will have a limited knowledge. I have a limited knowledge, but God is the one that actually knows that. Is Jifa really a chorister? So you would think that you are doing that, and then you get to say, but I will reply. Jesus is speaking. If the Bible is just that it's read, I will reply. And when I reply, I will say, I never knew you. Hey. Can you imagine Janet? You meet me in time, you're calling me pastor, pastor, pastor. Hey, Pastor, I say, who are you? Who are you? Go back, go back. Corona has come. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be shocked. And maybe you'll be working with maybe maybe your boyfriend. He say, That's my pastor. I'm going to hug him. Go, 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 go. Corona has come. That is what will happen, no? But Jesus won't say Corona has come. He said, "You say that I never knew you. Get away from me." You see how Jesus can be, yeah. Get away from me. You break God's law. Give me the message version. Let me close. And do you know what I am going to say? Give me from verse 21. I'm closing with this one. Have you been blessed? Give the Lord a mighty clap of rain. He said, knowing the correct password, saying, so there are many passwords in the kingdom. I told you they are mysteries. Okay? One of the passwords is Thanksgiving. And today is a Thanksgiving um, service. Thanksgiving Sunday. I told you every month we will do it. So, in a period of the service, there will be. She said, knowing the correct password, say, master, master. For instance, even going to get you, isn't going to get you anywhere with me. Hmm. Just calling Jesus, master, master. Doesn't mean it. He said, what is required is serious. Charlie, I won't preach about obedience again. I'll preach about serious obedience. Serious. Are you seriously obeying God? Or you are champagne obeying God? Serious obedience. I'm actually the day we say, serious. Says it somewhere. But you know, stop doing like you don't know. Doing what my father wills. Verse 22. I can see it now at the final judgment. Thousands strutting up to me and saying, Master, we preach the message. 
We bust the demons. Uh, may you bust demons. Our God-sponsored project had everyone talking. He said, and do you know what I am going to say? Sometimes when you are doing the work of God, it's scary. Sometimes when like we do a program like Flaming Notice and it's powerful, the music, like I sit there quietly. You know what I pray in my head? I say, Lord, don't let these people think that it is by their strength that all these things is happening. Let them know that it is the mercy. God. It's like God has had mercy on us too. It's mercy. That you are in such a church that Bishop Edu will come and say, I like this, I like this, I like your air condition. And he said, he is going to do air condition because of us. Because when he was preaching, he was not getting tired. He said, hey, Pastor, your place was chilling. Your people are blessed, oh. I want the air condition be goofy. And I said, "Oh, we show say room intestines. We room your hot It's a blessing for Minister Sandra to come from Christ's Temple. She ministers before Doc. She ministers in greater works. And after singing, you just have to hear the music. You would think it's a studio." You have to, maybe I'll put it on the platform. Then you listen. You, you won't believe that it is this church. You, you think that it's some Hillsong church. And she said, this is what she said. That's what MD told me. He said, there's no difference between what she feels on stage at Christ's temple and what she felt in this house. Yeah. So, it must humble us and know that if we humble ourselves, eh, God will do more. One day you see that we will enter into the realms of bringing outside like Nigerians. It's possible. Yes. And you will have a great share in the ministry. He said, and do you know what I am going to say? You missed the boot. Hey, which boot? I'm sure that the people will be wild. I've missed both. Which both? <laughs> and that day, there's no mercy. That is the Right now, there's mercy. The mercy is to give us enough room to amend, to work on ourselves, and to adjust to the will of God for him to cause his promises to come to pass. So, the rate of your adjustment will determine how deep you get into the blessing of God. So you have to speed up. Are you here? So he said, they miss, you missed the boat. All you did was you, use me to make yourself what? Read that part again. Let's read this verse. Want to go read it loud. No, start from the beginning. Wow. You miss the boat. 
All you did was use me to make yourselves important. You don't impress me one bit. You are out of here. Close your eyes and pray for yourself. Word of any judgmental preacher is the words of loving Jesus, caring Jesus. Pray. Father, we pray. He said, You don't impress me one bit. You are out of here. Lord, we pray that this will not be our testimony. That this will not be what will happen to us. We pray that we'll be planted in order to stay under authority. We pray that we'll be planted in order to have a community of brothers and sisters around us. We pray that we'll be planted, that we will bear fruit and increase. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a clap, offering. God bless you and um, I pray that this is just maybe one paragraph of <laughs> The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple To connect with us you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.